0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, ho- hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and the word of the week for me is grateful. I am grateful.
1: Nice. All right. And I am the champ, and I would pay to have cardboard cutouts of the Bush League behind home plate.
0: Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would be gr- I would be grateful for that. How yeah. cool would that be?
0: That would be very cool to see us uh, on a game like that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, would we be wearing masks, or would it be mask-free?
1: Um, I think for these purposes, we would be mask-free. Although, I, I have to admit, I look better in a mask than without a mask.
0: Like a mask and a face shield? You want both? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so people really couldn't see me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be cool, man. Yeah, that, that would definitely be cool. Um, yeah, I... So- so tell me, tell me what you're grateful for. That baseball's back. I'm just thankful these players okay. and, and the, and as much as we've bashed the owners in the past couple months that they agreed to get out there and play. Cause I love watching it. I mean, I, I, my, my last three days have been completely different in this pandemic. The last three days completely different. And, uh, I'm, I'm thankful that the players decide to do it, that they're, they're going out there and, and playing and, you know, I, I know it's a I know it's a pain in the neck to be away from your family. I've be, I've done that, like I've been there. I I can empathize with with these with these players and staffers and all that other stuff. I I get it, uh, but uh, it's it's definitely uh, made an impact on me, and I, and I I'm appreciative of it. And to be quite honest, opening night with the Yankees and the Nationals had four million viewers. It's the largest opening night viewing ever. So, wow. yeah, yeah, I would argue that it, yeah, it's making an impact uh, on on other people as well in a positive way. Yeah, and that um, I think it was cool. Yeah,
1: just to piggyback off of that, Raj. Um, I, I guess I was surprised by just just how far baseball has has come during this pandemic. Um, there are very few percentage wise people that have have tested positive, and and obviously the people that have we want them to get well um, because. There's just so many moving parts to this that if, if they can pull this off this that I mean, that would probably be the greatest feat for baseball is is just to be able to to do that. And um I found that I am now starting to plan my day, which is very unstructured <laughs> around Cardinals games. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, yesterday, you know, they played at two fifteen and Terry and I went for a walk and need to be back by two fifteen. Um and today they play at two fifteen, so I'm gonna watch the Cardinals game and I guess what it does is makes me sit around for three more hours during the day, which is probably what I don't need.
0: Yeah, but it's productive because you're watching baseball.
1: <laughs> but, well, you know the nice thing about baseball is that you can look at your tablet, you can follow your team, you can read a book, and really not miss anything. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it, yeah, it, it's been cool the past the past three days. And uh, although uh, the Cardinals are they playing at home? Yes. Why in the world would they schedule a two fifteen game with no fans at, in the middle of summer? I don't know. The Phillies had a four o'clock game yesterday. I think it was like one hundred twenty degrees out. I don't know why they're not playing at night, but whatever.
1: Um, some of it might have to do with uh, on a Sunday is usually a big getaway day,
0: so yeah, they can schedule
1: day games yeah. so that they can get to the next location.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that could be true. But I, I don't know if, I, if I'm a player and, I, and I'm thinking that, hey, there's no fan. Can we play at night, please? Because it's smoking <laughs> hot. <laughs> right. Um, OK, so uh, we, we need to deal with something with our with our Bush League uh, site, CBS Sports. Uh, we normally traditionally uh, have had our our free agent bidding click off Sunday morning at 2 a.m. So everybody puts their bid in by Saturday night before they go to bed, probably, Uh, except for you. You actually may be up at 1 a.m. on a Sunday doing this. Um, And it was Sunday morning when we wake up, we'd see the transactions. Well, we woke up this morning and there were no transactions. Um, What do you think we should do here? Um,
1: I think we should get Bill involved because, obviously, the Russians are attacking our website. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I would say, if you see in the show notes, Raj, um, I, I put the, uh, the banner that was on uh, the webpage, and it says that the process was supposed to complete at 2 o'clock in the morning um, last night. So I'm thinking, let's just let it play out because I don't know if CBS is just behind um, I don't think we should change anything at this point and, and see what runs tomorrow
0: Okay. Um, yeah. in this
1: crazy pandemic year. That's kind of, I think we've done, I think we've set it up correctly. I just think CBS Sports is, is behind. And um, I, I think we'll run in with one of our guests had a problem with the website th- this week. So um, yeah, we can talk about that. So
0: you may be onto the Russians hacking our site because uh, our guests today are Bob and Sam Kirk, who after the draft, CBS predicted they would be last and after a couple of days of baseball these guys are in first place uh bob and sam you there <laughs> you, are you, are you with yeah. us all right hello hey hello, guys. sam we're, we're gonna start with you um a couple questions so what have you been doing since our last call which was you were still in high school i don't think you had graduated yet um so what have you been doing the past couple of months
1: uh well, I just had a baseball game the, uh, yesterday. So that was uh, my last game of my high school career. It was a fun time. Uh, There's announcers and stuff. So that was kind of cool. We got to play with, like, kids from different towns. So it was cool to kind of see everyone come together from, like, the 2020 class for one more
0: game. So uh, your team played baseball?
1: Or yeah, you- so, like, they combined like a couple of schools that are close by with our okay. team with all the seniors. So like I think there's like three separate towns for each team and then all the seniors, so
0: All right. Well, did were your parents in the stands or were they not allowed or how did what, what uh, was no, it? They,
1: they're in the stands. Oh. Milt, Milt Thompson was there, guys. He was uh he was coaching uh third base for both teams. It was kinda cool. Oh,
0: that's wow. definitely cool. He's, yeah. still, he's
1: still in really good shape too. He looks he looks the same. You know, he's got those, you know, big, big white teeth, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, how many games did you play?
1: Uh, just the one. But okay. I also had uh, a few games a couple weekends ago, too, for another tournament. So,
0: Okay. Was interesting. The tournament was in Jersey or you traveled?
1: Uh, yeah, it was in Jersey.
0: All right. Well, okay. I didn't realize that was that was uh- going on.
1: Yeah, they kind of just, they did like a, they called it the last dance and, uh, like basically there was like 200 something teams in Jersey in this tournament that were playing. So it's like pretty, uh, just kind of find a group of guys and play, We had a lot of fun with it. Wow. How'd you do, Sam? Uh, played pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tough cause you're not hitting every day. Like you yeah. were at one point and, uh. There's a difference between live pitching and just hitting in a cage. Um, it's a lot – your timing is a little different now. And, but fielding and pitching, I really haven't felt that much of a like, difference and still have been able to play pretty well, I feel like. Okay. All right.
0: Awesome. Um, you're, are you still set to go to Penn State? Or, what, or are you going to – are they going online? Yeah, I'm
1: leaving. It, but I'll be going in less than a month. So.
0: Oh, Okay. All right. All right. Um, any word on the football there yet or no?
1: I think they're going to try to do, like, only students, which wouldn't be too bad. I mean, if they spaced it out in such a big stadium, I think they could work it out. And I think their schedule, they're talking about only doing, like, a 10-team, Big Ten schedule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they wouldn't play anyone. That's, like, uh, like some some teams are just closed their season, but a lot of the Big Ten schools are kind of – um still like trying to make the best of it just within the conference so what do they do they cut out the doormats I mean yeah probably like Rutgers <laughs> yeah um. <Pitt>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was telling Jamie Pitt can just operate as normal there's already social distancing built into that those games because no one goes yeah to them. <laughs> um okay so uh kind of share your thoughts on the draft what do you think your best and worst selection was
1: I had a, I thought I had a decent draft. I was kind of shocked by the rankings after it, but also I really wasn't because I had a lot of guys that have had that like they had like a second half of the year last year. They were like close to proving it, and it was, like I think a lot of my guys are like a little bit of like risky kind of that where like that need to get over the hump this year to prove that they have future in the league. So I kind of took a chance on a lot of those guys. My favorite pick was uh, I like taking Seth for this so late. I thought the value was there, considering I didn't have <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of power. And uh, with the DH and the NL now, he's probably going to play pretty much every other day. Every well, I think he's going to play every day. But uh, he's not back to full health yet, which they might work him in. But I can't see him missing many games now, especially with the
0: DH. Yeah, it, it. Uh, what, what about the pick that you you kind of regret? You're trying to you're trying to get rid of.
1: I wasn't I wasn't a fan of taking Bumgarner. Okay. When I I saw him there, and I thought this guy I don't know. I mean, he's still the number one guy there, but he didn't throw well the other night, and I don't think he has the same kind of command and velocity that right? he was able to kind of full hitters with in his peak in San Fran, but. It's a lot different watching him now. Yeah, so I, sometimes you just
0: yeah. I agree with you with him. I, I feel like he battles through six innings, but I wondered if he's if he's lost it. Is that what you're concerned yeah, about? Just, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just not the same team, throw. Really. It used to be a lot like smoother, kind of just pop of a glove hitting spots, but now he's kind of facing a little more contact, and yeah. that ballpark, I don't know. It's not a good combination with his speed anymore. He, can, he might give up a lot of home runs.
0: Yeah, but the good thing about it he'll he'll stay in there and pitch innings because he's big and strong yeah. and he's and he's tough. Yeah, that that's a good point. Um, I, I mean, I like the guy. I, I hopefully he can he can perform well for you because I yeah I just think I, I think he's a good pitcher. Um, what, what, what were your thoughts overall the, relative to the auction draft? You've been in a few auction drafts, and now we had the online. What were your thoughts um, about the differences?
1: I, I thought this was obviously easier, um, but. Yet again, I I feel like it doesn't compare to the auction style because I like the idea of having a chance at like any player. That's the one thing the auction kind of provides, where if you have your heart set on a guy, like you pro you, know, you can make it happen, and you have the ability to do that. And I think that kind of like makes it a little bit more realistic, like a uh, like an MLB type vibe, which the you know I think it just makes it a lot more. Where like you need to focus on the values as well, not just looking at the snake draft rankings and kind of clicking away. So I think it takes a little more preparation, and studying. And I think you could probably get away with a lot less uh, preparation for the snake draft.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. Um, and then and then the other question we had, Jamie and I were were uh, we we're trying to figure out the origin of your nickname. C- kind of give us some background on this.
1: Oh, I don't know. I a, a couple times, like, during baseball games, like, whenever you're, like, stuck out in the field, and like, you, you got to go. Like, you, <coughs> like, that's the worst. <laughs> and, like, I'm kind of gone with my baseball career, so I was like, now I can think of it as a joke. But, like, a couple times I've been sitting at shortstop, I'm like, wow, like, this kid needs to throw a strike. I need to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, yeah, where it usually comes from. Go
0: um, ahead, Jamie
1: Yeah, yeah. just a couple quick questions That's a great nickname, uh, Sam Hey, um, you were drafting um, in the last spot In the first round And uh, Jacob deGrom fell to you Because there were some issues with with his back Um, At that time, the people weren't sure Did you have any hesitation taking him in the first round? Because I I think if there was no back issues He would have been gone prior to that So you, you may have hit gold with that yeah. Well, the night before, I kind of told myself if uh, Tatis and uh, DeGrom were there, if I could take them back-to-back, I don't think I could pass up on them. I think those guys are, like, two of the, like, next stars to the NL to kind of show off. Like, I don't think a lot of people actually know that Jacob DeGrom is, like, like there's a, there's a huge case that he wins Cy sign on this year over Scherzer. I think that may happen, especially if the Nets use him. Like, they were working him in the other day, at five, but He also had, like, nine strikeouts in five innings. Like, he dominated. There's not many guys that kind of touched him. So I think with the combination of the Mets winning a lot more games this year, with uh, getting some guys back and a little more uh, provenness on the roster, his record's going to be better, and his ERA and strikeouts are going to be top-notch still. So I didn't see much downside taking him there. Yeah that was i mean his, his his uh first uh sequence with um Acuña I don't know if you saw that man oh, yeah, he was good he wasn't going to touch him uh, Acuña wasn't yeah. going to touch him that was awesome it just kind of seems like he's he's good at uh like reacting they were saying it uh like was saying and on the uh, he's like he's good at analyzing swing paths from hitters so like if Acuña swings on a 1-1 fastball he just like See the like next pitch where he should be going. Like, there's a lot of like little things that Degrom does well, which I think leads to uh, a lot of his strikeouts and uh, quick quick outs. Yeah, I agree. All right, yeah. I just want I just wanted to touch upon that, and I agree with you with Seth, for this. I saw your pick, and I'm like, oh, that's a little bit of a chance, although it was the late round and has an op- I think it was wasn't it an opening day home run? Yeah, that flip, it was awesome. <laughs> it was great.
0: That's funny. <laughs> It was
1: good to see him get back, too, because, like, if you follow him on social media and stuff, he he's had a long road to recovery. And I mean, yeah. I, think it, I think they're saying it's been almost two years since uh, he's actually competed on MLB Fields. So that's that's something you got to realize takes a toll out of a person and really changes their life and injury like that. And if he could come back and kind of battle through it, like, it shows a lot. I forget, what did he have? Shoulder thing? I think it was a uh, knee. Knee? It, didn't he also get hurt uh, riding a horse? Doesn't he have yeah, a ranch, or he got hurt on his ranch?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I, think, so, I think he so, like, got hurt originally, like through baseball injury. But then on his way to recovery, kind of got hurt on his ranch again. I think he got hurt riding his horse or something. Yeah. Like that, but. So, so what I would recommend is that he should team up with uh, Madison Bumgarner, right? Because yep, uh, exactly. yeah, because Bumgarner with you know under the name of Mason Saunders is is in rodeo. So maybe if he can learn to ride like uh, Mason Saunders, he might be okay. So all right, yeah, all right,
0: Roger. Okay, uh, Bob, you on there? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, again, you were cbs predicts you to be in uh ninth and you are sitting where are you sitting at now you're sitting in second place
1: yeah i'm first and okay. sam is second but okay. yeah we were picked last and second to last by cbs um which I, honestly i i i never take those things uh, <laughs> seriously at all i mean i i don't know i think they're crap honestly. It, it is
0: <laughs> it's just they're just talking points um so, what were your thoughts? I mean, thirty-five years we sit in an in a in an auction, and then um, we 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 do this online thing. What, what were your thoughts overall in the online draft? This- well,
1: first of all, thank you to you guys for even for, for doing it. Because um, I got to tell you, I'm I'm also grateful to have baseball back. But you know, I got to say, I'm, I'm I'm glad too. We're doing some sort of a draft. I know it's sort of a some someone said it was. It's going to be kind of a cartoonish season. Um, I forget who 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 said that Tom or Bill or somebody. But <clears throat> I'm still they we're doing some draft or some league, you know? Because even though it's back, and I'll watch a lot of baseball, I'll watch three times more baseball than I than you know than I than I would have otherwise if I wasn't doing a league like this, yeah. you know? So
0: yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, keeps your attention, keeps your keeps you in it more, you know? Especially some of the fringier teams or, you know, I, I really wouldn't be looking at who, who the fourth and fifth outfielder outfielder is for the, for the, uh, nationals. If, if I wasn't in a league, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Nor would I be watching the Cubs and the Brewers on a Saturday afternoon. Um, yeah. Right. 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 And enjoying you
1: know, it. I, I mean, so, so I, it was fun, Roger it was, it was different. Obviously we never did a snake draft in the Bush league before. It's very different than an auction. um, I what I didn't like about it so much. It just felt so so fast, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, each round was so fast, and and then even that reserve round, man, you know, my God, we we barely <laughs> finished the the regular <laughs> draft, and then you know, thirty seconds later, we're, well, actually, we didn't even stop, it was, you know. So,
0: literally, a minute later,
1: someone someone's picking in the reserve round, and um, I was actually happy with my reserve picks. Um, I, I think it was just kind of luck but um, I was like, I really wasn't prepared. I, I thought we were going to take like a five or 10 minute break and you know how that goes. Then you can actually look at your roster and look at who's left and you can kind of organize your thoughts, but um, it actually turned out okay. Cause I feel like I got some decent value in the reserve round with, I mean, honestly, I forget all five of them, but Corbin Burns, um, who, you know, that kid's got a ton of talent, you know, but he's, he's flopped so far, but, there's a lot of experts say that in the offseason he's he's kind of figured it out. But, you know, we'll
0: see. I, I watched um, Corbin Burns last night, or yesterday afternoon against the Cubs, and that guy can shove it, man. <laughs> like, every yeah. ball he throws is at 97. He hit Javi Baez. Yeah. Uh, Baez kind of started – he took a step toward the mound, and I'm thinking, dude, what are you – this guy's like six 6'8". Like, you ain't yeah. doing nothing to this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you also picked up Cueto. So you have Johnny Cueto down there too. I thought he pitched pretty well the opening night. Yeah, yeah.
1: I got Cueto late. Um, I got a bunch of pitching late. I got that. I don't even know his name. The, the Cardinals guy, Jamie. Um, yes, uh, Hong Hong Kim, who got a save. Yeah. I. Um, yeah. I, I guess for now he's the closer, but well, that that probably won't last long. But um, but yeah, some interesting reserve picks. So. Um, We'll see, um, but I, you know, obviously Soto going down with COVID. Uh, that wasn't uh, that wasn't exactly music to my ears. But uh, but you, you know you had to figure it. You know some of this stuff was going to come, right? So
0: yeah, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when and who. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I'm, so weird
1: too. I mean, he already got his first negative test back, and I guess they're they're hoping he might have the second negative test any day, which is kind of
0: bizarre to me but yeah it would be nice
1: to have him back sooner than later right
0: yeah and i guess he wasn't sick he just popped positive um i guess what they call asymptomatic um but right. yeah he was working out and he felt fine it just you know he, he tested positive on that um yeah your pitching staff's pretty solid um i think your worst pitcher is probably darvish and everybody else is pretty good yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah that, that 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 guys that, that, that could go that could go two different ways,
0: right? That could, that could go real bad for me, or it could go pretty good. Yeah, you know? right. so we'll still... just don't watch yeah. him. Just, just don't watch him when yeah. you know he's starting. Um, who, who, who do you think your best, your 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 most valued pick was? Who, who were you glad when when you when that guy was available for you?
1: Yeah, um, I'm not really sure. I, I guess. Um, some some of the uh, power guys that were around late. I mean, I I don't know what to expect from say Smoke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. You know, he, he was late. I don't remember what round, but you know, you know, you know that feeling when you go, holy crap! I I got like no power on my yeah. team. Like, you know, you start yeah. searching and you're desperate for anybody that might play a bit and have a have some you know pop in their bat. You know, and then you stumble on you know a guy like that and you think, eh. Plus the DH. You know that throws. Yeah, that throws uh, yeah. a different wrangle. You know, Persephitis and this guy from Westchester, this <clears throat> the Phillies guy that hit two yesterday. I, Goslip, I thought that. Kid, <laughs> yeah, I thought that kid was a a utility glove, if anything, and they, they DH him.
0: Yeah, he hit two home runs. He banged out three like, hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, and you got Jesus Aguilar. That's another guy you think. Hopefully, he just plays every day. Can, he can hit 15, 12 homers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. He, he's kind of along the lines of a smoke pick. He was around late in the draft, and uh, I was, again, I was kind of desperate for some power. So, you know, you, you just take a shot, right?
0: So, the other guy, too, I think you kind of made out with was this Enrique Hernandez, the Dodger utility player with. Uh, with Gavin Lux being sent down, it gives that, this guy an opening. Well, I, I got lucky there.
1: Um, I was glad to get him for a couple of reasons.
0: I mean, he, he can hit a little bit, but yeah.
1: um, it, it dawned on me um, toward the end of the draft that I had, like, no roster flexibility, you know, guys playing multiple positions and stuff. And um, that, that guy, he qualifies, like, I forget, four or five positions or something, but... Well, I guess it can't be five, but, uh, so I I like that because with a smaller bench, you know, that's a little more important, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that was, that was good. And I guess the the other question, I mean, Jamie and I had a pretty good idea, but what's the, uh, what's the backstory to your nickname, your new team name?
1: (laughs) You know, you're not going to believe this, but so I, I love Tom's story about the, whatever the hell it's called, voracious squirrels or whatever um but a couple of days after that i'm out golfing right and our our course over here has a lot of hawks that that fly from tree to tree this this hawk comes flying right past me <laughs> i'm i'm talking like 10 20 feet away with it with a freaking squirrel in its mouth <laughs> and, um, so i'm just like Whoa. <laughs> i mean it it it, it 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 was just amazing to watch and i uh, so I was like, "Hey, I, I, I got an idea." So, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I uh, will. That's, how that, came, based that's off, how that came about. Based off of that story, I'm not sure if you'll win it, but I'll predict you finish ahead of Tom, at the very least. Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> little sign. <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't really study the rosters, but I, I think the teams looked, and and it, that's probably natural from the snake draft. But the, I thought the teams looked pretty um, balanced. You know, but who knows? By the end of, the, the end of sixty games, we might be—I might retract that statement. But did you guys think it was pretty balanced, Jay? Yeah, I did. Um, I, you know, the, the the thing is, is that um, we were talking last week, Raj and I, is that you really don't want to screw up the the opening rounds, and it's it's really hard to because you know they they have uh, so the site has what you know their their order, but I, I thought it was. Um, Fairly, uh, fairly even, and where there was separation, I thought was in later rounds. And you know, Bob, as you were talking about, I, I felt like that you really had a really good reserve round because I highlighted a couple players, and when I highlighted them, I saw that they were at you know in the reserve. Hernandez, uh, KK Hernandez, and Kim from the Cardinals. And then you had Burns. So um, yeah, I, I think that works out well, and, and particularly balances against the fact that. You know, Juan Soto tested positive right before opening day, and there's not much you can do at that point. So, um, yeah, I, 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 your team really looks good, and I think your uh, your pitching, particularly, is, yeah. is is really good. Yeah, we'll see, right? I, but I I love the story of the the hawk and the yeah. the uh, um, on the golf course. It, it sounds like some sort of Indian fable that um, <laughs> you, you were taking. Peyote before, and you saw Uh-oh. this vision of, of the hawk eating the squirrel or something like that. So yeah,
0: nothing that nothing that crazy. <laughs> um, so are you, are you still you going into work, or are you working from home for the yep. most part?
1: Yeah, working from home yet, um, which is working out okay. I it, I've been working um long long days long hours, but uh, it, it it works. I mean. I don't miss the office or anything like that. Our company's closing more and more offices across the country and we're saving like hundreds of thousands, actually it'll get into the millions, but uh saving a lot of money from closing offices. Yeah. So so Bob, you think this is going to be a permanent thing and that you'll probably be working from home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be the new normal um for a lot of us, but yeah, myself included. So, so one of the things that that I heard, and, and, and I think this probably hit it on the head for me, is Raj asked me about working from home. And I said I really didn't like it, um, and I really couldn't put my finger on it other than, hey, I, I, I'm set up at work um, to have more screens, that type of thing. Yeah. But somebody kind of reframed it. and it says it's not really working from home. You're almost living at work. Do you find that? Mm. Yeah, that's... Kind of the downside of it, um, it's too easy to come back up here. I, I mm-hmm. work up in the one of the rooms in the second floor up here, and um, it's too easy to come back up at night and start working again at you know right. seven eight o'clock or whatever. But you're right, it, 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 that that mix of just I don't know work home life. I, I'm learning. I you, you need to like just stop it and like get Correct. out. And, you know what I mean, like get out. And I do go, do do other things, you know, because it, you, you can let it become too, too much, you know. Correct. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't find it, any issue with that at all. I, 3.30, I log off and I walk, I walk upstairs.
1: <laughs> uh, the, the difference between private industry and yeah. the government. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I just need you guys to keep working or somebody to pay my salary um, <laughs> and bills and Rick's. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, yeah, I agree with you, Bob. I, I, I'm, that's why I said I'm I'm grateful that these guys got back on the field because I, I don't know if I could have lasted. Well, obviously I could have lasted, but it is certainly more enjoyable when you can turn the TV on at 730 and say, hey, I'm going to watch a couple innings of the Phillies tonight. It's it's yeah. definitely cool. Well, and
1: it just feels a little more normal, right? I mean, I know watching these games with the yeah. fans is weird and stuff, but that, at least it's. A little bit back to normal, so gives you something to do, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm glad for it.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. I
1: kind of like it. It's a weird season, but I mean, I kind of like how it, you know, especially with like the expanded playoffs, and I mean, it's it's a little silly in some respects, as if you're, you know, more of a traditionalist. But it's kind of cool though, too, right? I mean, you know, some of these teams might come out of nowhere, and if you can win. I don't know. Whatever, thirty-five games, 32, 35 games. You might you you know sneak into the playoffs. Who knows? You know.
0: Yeah, and that's the whole so point: it, is work yourself into the playoffs and then see what happens. Yeah, that, that's the yeah. whole point of it, yeah. man—to get into the playoffs. Um, yeah, right. it, it, uh, it was good catching up with you guys, Jamie. Do you got anything?
1: No, um, I just uh, just want to say to, to Sam, um, hopefully. Um, you get to to Penn State um, this year. Um, keep us keep us posted in terms of uh, what's happening with you, because um, obviously we're, we we uh, we're all interested. And and Bob, you know, pretty much trying to stay away from uh, any kind of uh, nasty uh, text, you know, about the uh, the chimp and the what was it the chimp and the chump. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I it was really uh, I got mad for about a second, and then I, you know, had to stop laughing after about two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the COVID thing, Jamie. Like, you know, you gotta, you, you know, you gotta pass the time somehow, right? <laughs> um, I guess. You know what? Your house is going to be. If, if things go as planned, Bob, your house is going to be completely different in about a month to a month and a half, right? Because yeah. Sean and uh, Sam will will be out of the house, so you'll We're have plenty of up. time. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, hey hey guys thanks for, for thanks for jumping on really appreciate it um, we're gonna try and get through you know two teams uh, a week for the, uh, the the next three or four weeks but uh, you know we wanted to go in reverse order of uh, what CBS had picked and just to show you Bob because I know you, you haven't been a big fan of CBS this this, this year so far um, I, I like the fact that uh, the, the two teams that they picked for for ninth and tenth. Are number one and two. Uh, I know it's early, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. Good catching up, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. All
0: right, all right, all right, boys. Yeah. See ya. All uh, right, be good. Take care. All right, Jamie. So we uh, we got baseball yeah. baseball topics to discuss. We got expanded playoffs. Did you know that they were talking about expanded playoffs? Or did this this take you by surprise?
1: Uh, it, it absolutely took me by surprise, and I think the first that I had heard of it was uh, when I was watching the uh, opening night with the Nationals and the Yankees, and um, I think I saw it come across the ticker, and it said expand the playoffs. I'm like, wait a second. I thought that was really off the board, because what we talked about in in previous podcasts, um, I for two things. Number one was the fact that they were – the negotiations about the length of the season was being done through the press. And all that did was cause acrimony amongst players, owners, and fans. And um, so th- this one came, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but number two is one of the things that we thought, at least I thought, that they really had a chance that they missed on was an expanded playoff. Um, I'm not saying that I would like this in a 162-game season, but I certainly like it in this pandemic year. Um, I like the fact that there were um, 16 teams. I think it adds uh, a level of, of excitement, and um, I, I don't think people can really complain that you know the imbalance schedule that you know nobody from the East is playing the West. I mean, if if you can't get in the playoffs, um, 16 team playoffs with 30 teams um, overall, I don't think you deserve to be in the playoffs at that point.
0: Yeah, uh, we especially we just talk about the National League. There's gonna right. There's gonna be eight eight playoff teams and there's how many teams in the national league 16 15 15 yeah yeah you, you sh- if your team is any good you should make the playoffs uh and we're going to get into some of our predictions so um there'll be a wild cards every team all eight teams will play in a wild card series it'd be a best of three uh with all games at the higher seeds home park which Seems reasonable. It gives the the, the higher seed an advantage. It limits travel, um, and it it, it uh, tightens the window in which they can get through the wild card series. I feel that's that's a that's a fair and, and um, efficient decision to make. Do you do you, do you think the same?
1: Yeah, I, I like the idea for the reasons you mentioned.
0: Yeah, uh, then they go to a best of five. For the division series or the second round, uh, looks like they're going to have a two-two-one format, which again is inefficient, limits travel. Uh, you got to figure uh, maybe a couple of the series won't even go uh, to that fifth game. Um, it doesn't look like they reseed, so uh, it's kind of like a bracket, you know, like in the March Madness. So yep. you Fill out the bracket. You play who, who, whoever you end up playing. Uh, which is fine uh, just the higher seed will will host um, uh, first and then they'll go to lower seed and then if it comes to a fifth game they'll come back uh, again it, again it limits limits the travel then the league championship series they'll it'll go back to this uh, best of seven with a 2-3-2 two, two, that's correct 2-3-2 two, two format um, which I think is that the traditional format now two at the higher seed three at the lower seed two at the higher seed is yes, it? that is okay. I'm not sure they because they used to have. Then they have two, two, one, one, one at one point. I remember that as a kid, or I don't know, maybe they. Um, uh, no,
1: I, I think that I think that's basketball. Okay, sorry. And hockey. <laughs> uh, well, uh, basketball. I don't know if it's hockey. It's it, it's definitely basketball.
0: Okay, um, and then end up with the World Series, same format, best of seven. Uh, I I feel like that wild card series really uh, the way they developed it which is the all three games at one stadium, uh, you can knock that out in three days, maybe at the very least, uh, very most four days, knock that series out.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I like this um, in, in that they're still going to be able to complete the season by the end of October. It's not bleeding into into November, and I I think that's that's a great idea. And I I think what this does is, is in in this series, it puts a premium on on, on pitching. And, you know, I I don't know what the roster size will be in the playoffs, but the fact that you don't have, um, if you're playing three consecutive days, um, you need to really manage your bullpen, and it's the teams that that have that really strong bullpen. Well, it's two factors, right? The the number one is going to be who's healthy, at, at that time, and and that's the biggest crapshoot of all in this particular season. But if we pull that out of the equation, it's going to be the teams that can really manage their their bullpens because you know it, it's just like any other three game series, except now you're in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you, and I I hope they do do it three straight days, and because you do have to manage your pitching, and and um, I I yeah I I think that there's some. There's definitely some strategy involved in that, and and the the, the managers are definitely going to play a role.
1: Yeah. Now, now let let's let's be fair. Some of this will be mitigated by the fact that it'll be the DH. So, if you have a 26 um, man roster, which ultimately will, is what the season will get to, um, do you divide that 13 and 13 so that you have, or or do you go 12, 14, 12 offensive players, 14? in 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 the bullpen knowing that you only need three starters and that your other two normal starters during the season can really fill in in, in long relief roles or in, in you know even shorter relief roles
0: yeah um i i'm thinking you probably need four starters cuz you know you get the game 3 and you know your your starter gets knocked out in the first you're going to need you're going to need someone to pitch some innings to get back in that game um yeah
1: but, so to bring this conversation full cycle, I would be grateful if we even got to that point this year. If <laughs> right, we can get to yeah. that point where there's a baseball playoffs. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious.
0: Yeah, that, that that's a good point. I, I'm I'm operating under the assumption that this is gonna happen without a doubt. So, and I'm sure they'll keep a taxi squad because this this virus will still be kicking yes. around. So, um yeah, players that'll that'll travel with them just in case, extra catchers, uh, things like that. So, um, yeah yeah that that'll be good. Um, and then the way they're doing it, the top three seeds are obviously the three division winners, the east, the central and the west. The seeds four through six will be the second place team in that division. Um, uh-huh. and they'll be seeds four through six. and then the final two seeds will be uh, the, the top two top two seeds no matter what division uh, that the uh, best records. No matter what division, so uh, so that will round out the the eight. Um, yeah, that's that's good. I, I I mean I think it's fair. Um, and and the fact that everyone's playing, everyone in the National League East is playing American League East, and everyone in the National League Central and the National League West is playing American League West and, and American League Central. So everyone's got a balanced schedule. Um, yeah, and it 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 should it's pretty fair right? Yeah, it's pretty fair. Um,
1: Yeah, as much as they could. You know, I know there are some teams that don't quite, like for instance, the Cardinals play the Cubs 10 times, but seven of those are at Wrigley Field. So, you know, I'm not really complaining about that. I'm just happy baseball's back. And the fact that there's no fans in the stands, how much of a home team advantage is it other than the fact in this day and age, it's probably still best to be at home versus traveling.
0: Yeah. Um, you're talking health-wise and even, you know. Yes. Yeah. And the, the travel isn't as bad as, I mean, it, it's a 60-game season relative to a 162-game season. So the, the travel is yep. pretty limited. Um, you know, if you've traveled any, any length of time for work, you know, when you're, the less you travel, the, the better your body reacts. Um, sure yeah absolutely so uh with the 16 team playoffs we got eight in the national league who were your predictions who who do you feel is going to be these top eight teams in national league
1: yeah so um i had three coming out of the national league east i have the nats mets and braves um in no particular order i I think if i have to pick a team that's going to win that um i would Right now, lean toward the Braves. Um, in the Central, I have the Cardinals and the Reds. And then out West, I'm picking the, the Dodgers, Padres, and Diamondbacks, with obviously the Dodgers being the top team. I, I, I look at that team, and it, it really doesn't have a, any holes in, in it. And it is pitching is deep. I, I just think that they're the class of the National League. But those are the the, the eight teams. So three from the East. Two from the Central and three from the West um, to, com- to, to make up the, the eight National League playoff teams. Um, how about you?
0: Yeah, we're pretty close. Um, uh, I have the uh, the Nationals, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers winning their respective divisions. Um, okay. I have the Braves and the Cubs and the Padres finishing second in their respective divisions. Um and then I, I have the Reds, um, and I like the Brewers.
1: Okay, so let me ask you about that. So if I look at your picks, you got two from the east, two from the west, and you got four in the central. How did you come up with
0: that? Uh, I, I think the Diamondbacks are, are just as good as the, the Reds and the Brewers. It's just what I went with. I, I think there's going to be five teams okay. vying for those last two spots. And I, I think it's probably going to be pretty close, you know, within one, two, three games. Um, yeah. So I I think the Reds can win some games. I think the Brewers are going to win some games. Obviously, they're all going to play Kansas City, um, you know, and uh, they're going to play the White Sox. They're going to play the Indians and the Twins. Um, and who else is in there? The Tigers. So, Tigers, yeah. Yeah, Kansas City and Detroit are not that good, although – the Reds blew a lead on them yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I don't know the Reds and the Brewers. I think they have. I think the Reds going to score some runs, and um, I think the Brewers have some holes. But you know, I, I think they're a decent team.
1: Um, you know, one of our surprise picks was the, the Padres, as we talked about earlier podcast. Yeah, but I, I would not. I would not be surprised to see the Reds in the League
0: Championship Series. Yeah, I, I I think their pitching's better than people think. I mean if Bauer can get it no, together. I, think, yeah. I mean Bauer's kind of a wild card. He he has a big name, but he has also a big ERA. So he can keep that thing at four or a little bit lower. Uh between Sonny Gray, Castillo, uh Discofini went on the DL. Um but yeah, <laughs> they have some decent pitching. of course I just mentioned they Lorenzen and and, and Glacius blew that blew that lead yesterday. Um but if, if their back end can perform like they should, I think, that yeah, I think they're going to win some games. They're going to be tough to beat.
1: I, I'd agree with you. Um, and, and so with, with Descalfani out, um, I think if Wade Miley and um, um, Tyler Malley, um, if they can kind of fill in there, hold, hold that gap. And I think, like you said, the whole key to this season um, for them, because they're going to hit, is going to be Trevor Bauer.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, he's got to keep his ERA under four like well maybe with that team he doesn't but he his name is bigger like he gets a lot of positive pub and sometimes uh I, like his best years have been three years ago and if he can figure out <laughs> how, it really has i mean he he's in twitter he's on the he's in he's in the public he's in social media but his era is a little high so but he's a solid pitcher with playoff ex- experience which what you need you know it's a lot of their pitchers you, don't you know you know what? He
1: he is an intriguing guy, though, right? He, oh he yeah. Kind of think yep. he, he's kind he's kind of like the 21st century Bill Lee.
0: <laughs> I feel like he's a little more angrier than Bill Lee was. <laughs> like remember when he threw the Probably. ball in center field <laughs> when Franco tried to get him out of the game. Well,
1: I, I, I can uh, I can imagine me trying to do that. You know, um, I don't. You know, standing from the mound, I could probably get it into short center field, and then take two more throws to get it into the uh, into center field. That's quite a feat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't hurt his arm. To be honest with you, yeah, that he threw that ball pretty hard, pretty far. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so we're pretty close. Uh, I have the Cubs. You don't, and I had the Brewers, and and you had the Diamondbacks. So. Um, yeah, uh, you know, you had the Mets in there, which, I mean, they're another weird team. I, I think, uh, yeah, if, if their pitching can hold up, they'll win some games. Um, so well, what, part, what part, of of mine,
1: part of mine for the Mets was hoping that they get into the playoffs. Um, in the unlikely event that A-Rod and J-Lo actually get the team, then I want to see them tank, you know, just because <laughs> I don't you know particularly care for him. So that's why I'm hoping that they make the playoffs. That, that's all. Well, they, more mean spirited than anything else.
0: They are a team that's benefiting from this DH because if Cespedes is healthy, that that's that's a big jolt to their offense without having to stick him in the outfield.
1: Yeah, certainly.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, t- we got today in baseball history. All right. Yay! So 1933, Joe DiMaggio, 19 year old rookie with the San Francisco Seals, goes hitless for the first time ending a 61-game hitting streak. So this guy had a 61-game hitting streak in 1933 in the minors his rookie year and had a 56-game hitting streak with the Yankees in 1941. Um, I guess he's pretty consistent.
1: So they 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 say once you own a skill it's yours uh, it's yours permanently so uh, yeah. he had that skill set coming into the major league
0: yeah definitely pretty impressive uh and i think i heard i think it was ted williams one time that he said uh, paul Molitor paul Molitor reminded him of joe dimaggio and if you look at their swings they're, they're very similar they're very compact um not a lot of movement in the hands prior to the them you know the hands moving toward the ball i i think it's as it's probably a pretty good comparison. Um, uh, and know and Molitor. I think Molitor had a had a little run on it on a consecutive game hitting streak as well. Uh, I think it was in yeah, the thirties. Yeah. Um, but and I and I think no one's come close to even Pete Rose with his hitting streak in '79. I think it was or '78. So uh, that's probably a record that's going to be a while before that thing's broken. Um, Though looking at it, you think the Astros had a shot at it with the with the knowing the pitches thing. You think one of them could have done it? Um, Yeah. 1960, Johnny. This is crazy. Johnny Callison of the Philadelphia Phillies knocks in Tony Gonzalez in the sixth inning. This ended the Phillies' 38 consecutive inning scoreless streak. (laughs) They were shut out three consecutive games. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's. (laughs) that's pretty bad right uh i think they won 54 games that year they were not uh, probably johnny callison was probably the best player in that that team and i'm not sure how he good how how good he was at at that that period in his career um and then in 2012 this is pretty funny too brewers outfielder carlos gomez hits a long fly ball in citizens bank park against the Philz, completes his carlos gomez-esque home run trot only to be told by the home plate umpire when he touched home plate that the ball was foul <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that but you know the way Carlos Gomez goes around the bases when he hits a homer it's like he saved the world right yeah yeah so
1: yeah he was kind of one of those players that I'm sure that if if you were a Brewers fan that uh you probably really liked him
0: yeah oh, um yeah. but
1: you know he's a bit infuriating um elsewhere
0: yeah uh and just as a side note uh gomez struck out looking on the next pitch <laughs> so <laughs> so i i think that's pretty funny hey
1: hey, hey, hey rog speaking of the brewers um what did you think about their uh their their uniforms loved them did you see them
0: i did um uh, now I, I've only seen pictures of the away ones, but the home ones remind me of the ones in the seventies. Do you do you okay? Do you remember that?
1: I, I, I don't think that I've seen the, the the home uniforms. I certainly certainly remember them from the seventies.
0: Well, um, yeah. I
1: thought that their um, their away uniforms looked a little bit uh, Boy Scout esque, if you will, had the oh. same kind of coloring.
0: Yeah, I guess they do, don't they? Do they have badges yeah. when they do certain things? Yeah, <laughs> they.
1: Can't. Yeah, what what the hell was that 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 little tie, that scarf that you used to wear? That thing was really weird. Were
0: you, were you a Boy Scout or a Cub Scout? I was a Cub Scout for one year. I didn't like it. Okay. I don't I don't necessarily yeah. like the outdoors to do stuff in, other than. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like I don't like hiking, uh, although I do it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not comfortable in the outdoors. Are you? Were you? Uh, no, I you, no I you know
1: I I think I made it all the way to uh to boy scouts and um for one year but you know i wasn't really as you plan i'm not really interested in getting all of those badges or service awards or whatever they have there so um, it it really wasn't something for me and you know at that point um, i wanted to spend more time in in sports probably the same for you
0: yeah that's pretty much why i was and um so the other thing it kind of noted the first couple of days, were you a little surprised of the, of the starting pitching performances that we've seen?
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you made a really good um, – you, you pointed it out about all the solid um, pitching performances. So I went back right before the show and looked, and there were 11 quality starts thus far um what do you think
0: about that yeah I I I thought it would be the opposite to be honest with you you know I thought pitchers cranking up in in March ready to go and he gets shut down for two and a half months almost three months and then boy I mean Soroka DeGrom was a one nothing game they only pitched in the I think they pitched into the seventh but they looked really sharp uh Stripling looked sharp Paddock Luis Castillo he looked really good uh Hendricks comp- pitched a complete game shutout uh german Mar- game yeah, yeah German Marquis pitched really well uh Alcantara pitched really well and you said it was eleven quality starts so far in the first couple days um yeah, it's been some really good pitching R- really really good pitching the first couple days and and hopefully it that, that keeps up are, are you surprised by that yeah, i am a little surprised um yeah i I'm definitely surprised and uh it maybe goes to the Sam's point a little bit. There is a little difference between hitting in a cage and hitting live pitching, but there's certainly a, a big difference between doing mound work and then pitching competitively against a major league hitter and, and being successful. Um, yeah. So, and they're all, I mean, they're all really good pitchers. I don't know about stripling if he's a really good pitcher. Um, but the other, the others that I mentioned are, I mean, Al- Alcantara is a good pitcher. He's just on a bad team. Um, yeah.
1: Do Do you think that this is kind of similar to um, pitchers having the advantage coming out of um, spring training, um, and and that um, the, the hitters will actually catch up much faster because the weather's warmer now?
0: Um. Yeah, I I think it probably it, it's definitely easier to hit in warm weather than it is in forty five degree with a slight drizzle. It's definitely le- easier to hit. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, we'll, we'll see next week if, if they start catching up. Um, there's a lot of strikeouts, too. They, I mean, these guys punched a lot of guys out um, in their starts. Um, I mean, even even Scherzer had a lot of strikeouts, and he didn't pitch very long. So
1: Yeah, 11 strikeouts in six innings.
0: Yeah. Um, which, and Castillo had 11 as well in, in six innings. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it yeah we'll we'll see how this starts to balance out over the next week or so, but it it, it did stick out in the first couple days, um, and the only thing else I wanted to bring up before we get to the last section is, and I I know you're a Cardinals fan for those listening, Jamie is a diehard Car- Cardinals fan, and I, I and I follow the Phillies and I'm I'm definitely a diehard Phillies fan, and uh, man they got some Phillies have some gaping holes. I don't know if have you seen them.
1: I saw the first couple innings of their game against the the Marlins, but um, for all the money they spent, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't know what's what's happening with that team.
0: Yeah, uh, you know their, their outfield uh, needs some help. I mean, they got Harper in right field, and he is who he is; he'll be fine. But they got Roman Quinn playing center field. Uh, their their top draft pick, Adam Hazley, has not been on the field other than he replaced McCutcheon in left field yesterday late in the game and I don't know about McCutcheon either I, I think I watched him um, was a Friday night and he hit the ball hard really hard twice but they were hard ground balls to the shortstop and it got me concerned that he's, he can't lift the ball anymore and that was his thing I mean so he's me... he a very short compact swing but he could get the ball in the air and drive it and I don't think he can anymore.
1: So let me ask you something. As you're a, a big Phillies fan, where does um, as uh, uh, excuse me, Dubal Herrera, where does he stand? Does he still have his suspension
0: to to be served? Yeah, he has a suspension. I, I think they're done with him. I, I just think they're trying okay. to figure out what to do with him. Maybe I, I don't know. That's why he's still on a quote unquote roster. But um, and and he he was getting progressively, lack of a better word, worse each year that he was with. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think their infield's pretty decent, but there is some strikeouts in that lineup. You know, with Hoskins, Harper, McCutcheon strikes out. Um, Roman Quinn is who he is. He's a he's a decent player that can run. That is a pinch hitter. He can you know he he can fill in for you. But um, yeah, I I just think they got some gaping holes and they are running guys out of the bullpen. Jamie, I've never heard of, <laughs> never heard of these guys. So uh, if if Wheeler can pitch well, and they need Eflin to pitch well. They need Eflin to pitch well. They need Arietta to keep his ZRA at four to, to keep him in games. And I think I've mentioned this before. I think Aaron Knoll is a twice-around-the-lineup guy. I think he's twice-around-the-lineup. Oh, yeah, we'll, you we'll did see. mention that. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, it's just something I noticed. And I know it's only two games. I'm not panicking, but I didn't pick him to make the playoffs because – they're gonna to have to play the Marlins a lot, and they can't beat the Marlins. Um, yeah. So the last section, uh, Doctor Fauci, Fauci's pitch. What? What are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, I, I think I read, so I won't take credit for this. But I think where what I read, first of all, good for the Nationals for, yeah. for bringing him on. I mean, yeah. this, this guy has been has been a champ all through this pandemic. Uh, if you've seen any of his uh, uh, um, briefings he's been wearing the nationals mask. So, um, I, I thought that was, what was cool. Um, you know, the guy is 79 years old, so he still looks great, great shape for 79. But, um, I, I think what was out there on Twitter was said, uh, you know, when they showed a video of him throughout the first pitch that he was really flattening the curve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was bad. It, yeah. Yeah. And, and I
1: think the other quote was, was that, Hey, you know, Fauci is really consistent in his message. Um, even his pitches were socially distancing because he was at least six feet from the
0: plate <laughs> and almost like he's never thrown a ball before
1: that's um you, you, okay so, so so let me ask you something if you ever had the opportunity to throw out the first pitch
0: would yeah. you be nervous yeah i would be nervous absolutely okay. but i would i would also prepare myself i wouldn't just uh, walk absolutely. out there to grab a ball
1: Absolutely. Um, I I had the opportunity because uh, I have a friend um, in St. Louis. Um, uh, She knows somebody that works in the front office. So I was able to take um, a tour through the bowels of of, uh, the stadium, Bush Stadium, and also through through the front office. and anyway, they actually have a holding room for the person that's going to throw out the first pitch, and they can kind of loosen up in there. Okay. But I, 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 told, I told Terry two things. Number one, if I ever have the first pitch, I'm going to make sure that it might be my last pitch because I am not going to drop it short. No. Um, I, may, I may send it to the backstop, but I'm not going to drop it short. Yeah. And I would also, number two, be tempted to take PEDs so that my arm <laughs> is strong enough to get it there for that one pitch.
0: Or, or maybe just a quarter zone shot. That, that's all, not a PED, just a cortisone shot, just to loosen everything up so you don't feel anything.
1: Well, the, the, wouldn't the cortisone shot be afterwards after my arm is hanging off my no. <laughs> my shoulder? <laughs>
0: um, well, I, two things here. Uh, the greatest first pitch story I ever heard was when in 2001 when George, President George W. Bush was throwing out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium, and Derek Jeter walked up to him and said, you better throw it from the mound. So, and he did. He threw it from the mound. Yeah. So that was... And it was a good pitch. It was a really good pitch he threw. And uh, we'll have to get this guest on, but uh, former member Greg Souders has thrown a first pitch in Pittsburgh uh, because he's friends with uh, uh, Clint Hurdle, former manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And when Greg came back from a deployment, Clint um, invited him out, and he did throw a first pitch from the mound and and made it to the catcher. So maybe we'll have to bring him on to kind of describe that.
1: Yeah. Nice, nice. So, so let me ask you something. With you know, Dr. Fauci, seventy nine years old, wasn't he said he hadn't thrown a ball in in, in twenty years, and, and obviously it looked like. It. Yeah. But I don't think that was the worst first pitch. Do you?
0: Uh, it's between him and Fifty Cent.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know when 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 Fiddy threw that uh, the pitch uh, opening day pitch. I'm not sure if it was opening day, but at least the first pitch um, with the Mets. Um, he was what forty years younger, um, and if anybody has a chance, please Google that because it is horrendously bad.
0: Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and the, uh, and I think yeah. th- there's one with a with a female, younger female, and she actually hit the camera, like the camera was <laughs> off to the left of her and hit the cameraman. Um, it it, it kind of reminds you of Paul Durham, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I just think if I'm throwing, a, yeah, I'm like you, man. I'm warming up. I'm preparing and. Whatever happens, happens. I'll, I'll get it. Fi- I'll get my shoulder fixed afterwards, but I am not letting that thing <laughs> go short. No, I'm with you, brother. Yeah. Um, so th- uh, the other thing I want to touch on is uh, Christy and I are, are huge fans and maybe they'll, maybe they'll uh, sponsor us one day of this hello fresh, this, this food that you order and it comes to you. All you have to do is prepare it and cook it. This, this, this thing's the okay. greatest invention in the world. Christy and I are huge. Uh, we we love going out to dinner, like we, we do that on a frequent basis. Of course, since the pandemic, that's not an option. Well, it is an option, but we just don't do it. So we started grabbing this Hello Fresh like two meals a week, and I, I got to tell you, it's simple. We we for the most part we do it together, um, and in some of the meals we have. Uh, last night we had barramundi fish. Have you ever had? barramundi i don't think of it no what is it that's my point i don't know what it is either but it was awesome we had Mundi fish couscous roasted red uh roasted carrots and chimichurri sauce on that now this is stuff you okay. would not think to to make right you just wouldn't think of it we've had right. uh sirloin and sherry chalet sauce with asparagus unbelievable and i'm telling you it's wow. it's we use it to replace us going out so we'll we'll cook it open a bottle of wine come downstairs turn uh pandora on like for some music and just kind of hang out it's it's a it's a great it's a great tool now there's more than hello fresh there's quite a few of them out there um but that's the one we chose and we get two automatically come every week
1: so so help help okay so it's an it's online they order it and, and you get two a week yeah and we, do they have like in, in dry ice
0: or something like that they do yep yeah they ship it overnight um it, and it comes I you know of course I work from home I hear the doorbell I go up and unpack it put it in the fridge the only thing you need in your house is salt and olive oil they give you everything else
1: okay
0: everything else
1: all right
0: wow yeah it's, it's a gr- uh, the coolest thing man. Okay.
1: Maybe, maybe, I get, maybe I can try that out. You know, me right now, during this pandemic, I am trying to learn different recipes um, with the instant pot.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So not quite, not quite um, as extravagant as, as your meals, but, um, um, you know, meals otherwise. And I, I do like the idea of a little alcohol before or after, a, uh, before dinners. So, yeah, yeah like we're on the same
0: page. Cocktail out. And they give you the, they give you the recipe card. So you you can just keep it. okay yeah, all right. Uh, to finish out, uh, you got the results of your Wawa pepperoni special challenge.
1: I do. Um, I waited until I had my annual physical on on, on Tuesday morning, and uh, everything went went extremely well. Although I may have screwed up because I don't have my blood test until later next week. So um, to kind of celebrate, I uh, actually got the Wawa pepperoni special. And um, it's, as you had mentioned, Rog, um, I got it home, um, and I had eaten it. And I'm like, okay, well, this isn't really that big of a sandwich. I got about two-thirds of the way through. And I'm like, oof, i got I to gotta play through on this <laughs> And then about an hour after that, I'm like, I, I'm just really tired. I, I don't know what I, I didn't nap at all. I had to move around, but yeah. you were absolutely right. It, it is a filling sandwich. Now I will admit to you that I looked through, um, our local Wawa in spring city and was not able to pair that sandwich with salt and pepper chips. Oh. I couldn't find those. Okay. Um, I, I had to use, um, what I had at home was, was, uh, salt and vinegar.
0: Okay. But, right. uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 a sandwich. Uh, I I would put it slightly below though. I'm still a Primo hoagie fan, and I put it slightly below the sharp Italian sandwich um, at Primo.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think the sharp cheese probably makes that that hoagie. Um, yeah, and I don't know if they offer that that sharp of a sharp at Wawa, but that would be a nice touch yeah. on that sandwich. But it is filling and. I was right right on with you. You're not doing anything for a couple hours, right?
1: No. It, yeah. Well, it, 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 I was starting to eat, you know, the, the first half of the sandwich. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. It's, you know, it's it, it's fine. It's a little filling. And then, man, it hit me pretty quick.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of fake meat in you. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. All right. So next week, uh, we're going to try to have a couple more guests on at least – um. I'm not sure who we, who we're shooting after. And, uh, or you have anybody in mind?
1: Yeah, I need to, ch- I need to take a look. We're going to try and go in reverse order of, um, CBS picks. So I, I need to see, um, they had me in eighth place. So we'll try and go with whoever was seventh and, and, and sixth in, in, in their picks. Okay. So, um, th- The teams escaped me, but um, I'll
0: find out and, you know, we'll try and get them on next week. Hey, real quick, uh, I just got a text from Bill, um, uh, from Bill's boys, and he confirmed that he did not pick Jacob deGrom because he saw the possible back injury on the CBS Sports and that's why he went with Max Scherzer. Um, So he's blaming that on CBS. So
1: that's, <laughs> um, I, well, I, you know, listen, we were all in that same t- yeah. t- position, yep. you know, uh, I, I had passed on, on pitching because had the Grom, you know, in the seventh slot, had the Grom been completely healthy, I would have taken the Grom, um, right there at, at the seven. So I, I got scared away as well.
0: Yeah. I actually kicked around picking him at second because I think he's probably wow. that much better pitcher than anybody else, but you know, whatever. Um, but well, yeah, so did you see the
1: other text mess Did you see their text message from Bill?
0: What CBS draft grade was stupid?
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. All right. Well said. All right, so we're gonna have uh, a couple more, a couple more uh, owners on next week. To talk about uh, their, their draft and their draft selection, and and we'll start seeing some things shake out. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to Reese Hoskins with the 70s mustache. Uh, looks, looks very yes. cool. Very cool. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, the porn star mustache.
0: I don't know about that. I just called a 70s mustache.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's just hope uh, two, two things. Let's just hope that uh, everybody stays safe and that we can get uh, uh, secondarily. We can get fab working. We'll, we'll give CBS uh, tonight to get fab working, and we'll talk about it next week.
0: All right, you got anything else?
1: That's all, Chief.
0: All right, Champ, I'll talk to you next week.
1: All right, have a good week.